It must be Thursday, Rob. We're back again. What's going on? Thanks for joining us. We appreciate you being here. And there's so much to dig into today. I mean, nonstop. How about Bellator? MVP shows why he's the MVP when he rearranges noses. We'll get to that. Then there's our buddy Rumble Johnson, man. Victorious in his debut, but then arrested immediately afterwards. What happened, man? That's like, uh, it's insane all the stuff that's going on. I mean, even more than that, how about this? I'm not going to do it to you, but I want to so bad. Sure, yes, sir. Gotcha hat. <laughs> how about Jake Paul, Floyd Mayweather, all that drama. There's so much stuff to uncover with that. Uh, oh, and then we had Canelo. Canelo, Billy Joe Saunders. You know, Canelo proved again why he's pound for pound the best fighter in mm-hmm. boxing. But mm-hmm. Billy Joe Saunders, what, what happened with him? Could he have continued? We'll get into that. I, I don't think that's even smart to speculate when we find out what happened yeah. to him. Uh, also, we're going to have, I'm excited for this, love it, the monster, Yuli Diaz, the number one ranked middleweight contender in the world for BKFC. He's going to be joining us for an interview later today, too. Can't wait to chat with him, There's man. so much. We'll it's do a watch-along today. You get some free fight content on here as well. Awesome. You know, it's good, good times. We are here. Rob, uh, get a shot. What are you doing today? What, what is this? <laughs> All right. I'm giving away. And, and <laughs> I might be the only person in Trucker the world Rob. knows why I'm wearing this and wh- what movie this is from. So if... The first person that can comment correctly, and it's not Super Mario Bros. (laughs) Wear this outfit. What movie this is from? We're giving them a free T-shirt. It took me a minute, but when you did something, when Mm -hmm. I walked in, you you did one thing. You changed the outfit a little bit, and right away, I knew. I laughed. Mm -hmm. It's it's a great thing. It's really good. So comment in the comment section what Rob is dressed like today from what movie we're saying. What movie? Give him a hint. What movie? movie? What character? Absolutely. At first, uh, once they comment, I'll get more into it, but I thought you were someone else at first, and now I realize (laughs) why you are who you are. He's not a truck driver, I promise. He looks like one. I can drive a truck, he man. He probably could. I drive it like it's hot. I drive it like, listen to this guy. All right, so let's get into it, man. Uh, Bellator. Yeah, speaking of hot. Bellator was a hot night. Yeah, it, it was. was a great night. A great M- night of MVP. fights. We have, a, we have a, a, a photo here. I mean, I couldn't believe it. I didn't watch the whole thing live. I saw the photo on Twitter, and Dude. I was like, is that real? Uh, look at this. Watch this. Look Unreal. at that kick. Look at that kick right over the nose. Aside, aside from being a showman, which a lot of people don't like, because he like is that. he's a he's a character in that ring, man. He he reminds me of old school Anderson Silva, where yeah. he was just faster than the Matrix. You know, he's Neo in there, and he makes people look like they're they shouldn't even be in the same uh, stratosphere with him. But man, wow. that kick that that kick that he landed, oh, that's brutal, dude. Well, that's, obviously, look at look what we're showing here. I don't know if you can see it on your monitor, right by your face there. That, that nose is caved in. Now, is there any picture of his nose after they have to rebuild it? What did, what happened here? That's insane. You better get a good plastic surgeon, man. Oh but my what, god! Great fight, another win underneath his belt. One hundred and seventy-five pounder. Um, he's got to lose all his cartilage in his nose. Is he's not going? He's going to be able, like pushed to the side, probably. I know they a guy have to rebuild that. that, man. Well, they might not if he's a fighter. I know a guy that broke his nose so many times in fighting mm-hmm. that he could just kind of go like this, and he showed me. It blew my mind. His nose was just a piece of skin, and he pushed it over. His name's Joey. Does it disintegrate? Does that is that what? The, because my understanding with my understanding with cauliflower ears, it's all cartilage, and what happens is the fighting, the wrestling, and the damage that occurs when it heals over. It's just fragments. It's just bits and pieces. So it never really, you know, it never really heals. Unless you get something done with it, maybe. I know you mess your hearing up and everything. I've Mm. never, I don't get cauliflower ears from wearing headphones. Thank God. Might have to get that nose, you know, reconstructed (laughs) after that. I don't know if they can do it. That's we'll, we'll wait and see. But I mean, that was killer. I've never seen anything like that where you just caved the guy's nose in. I mean, is that fair to say? Yeah. (laughs) It was crazy. Uh, And then from there, uh, by the way, I have to go on record. I love his showmanship. I'm, I'm a big showmanship guy. I love it, and I have no problem. We all know what's going on. It's like the Floyd Mayweather stuff. It's like the Conor McGregor stuff for the most part. But if it's real, 
it's almost this guy's so crazy that's scary. It's real. That's yeah. scary that yeah. he actually toys around with his opponents like that. Yeah. He, he basically can do whatever he wants in there and and he lands with some highly flashy knockout material and he's a highlight reel man. He's exciting to watch. He's exciting for he's sure. Very exciting to watch. So we'll keep up with him so many more mm-hmm. noses he can destroy but another guy uh who got a knockout making his, I believe it was his Bellator debut. Bellator debut, Anthony Rumble Johnson, man. Rumble Johnson. Big fan of BKFC, big fan of his. Yeah, he's been to some of our events and stuff. Mm-hmm. He's watched, I've seen him at weigh-ins. He's a, typically a really nice guy to be around, and he drops so much weight, he looks different. He does, man. I mean, it's unbelievable. He looks like a different person. You can he see does. his cheekbones now. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. So he had the big win. And then immediately after the big, and I don't want to diminish that, big win, debut win, congratulations. Mm-hmm. But immediately afterwards, what happens, Rob? He gets arrested? Right here. <laughs> arrested at the casino for identity theft. Um, wow. Wow. Um, one of the things and I, w- I want to touch on this really fast. I don't know the specifics to it. Um, I don't know what happened, what occurred. But one of the things I don't like, though, whether it's Rumble Johnson or anybody else is in America, we're innocent until proven guilty. Not anymore. We are innocent until proven <laughs> guilty. Like, so I, I get it. You know, he was arrested. He was you know charged for whatever he's charged with. Give him his day in court. Let him prove his case. Let him meet his accusers in a court of law. It's only fair. Yeah. Let's give everybody the benefit of the doubt. Let's not just automatically write him or anybody else off. I think we're too quick to do that nowadays. So I do too. That's my two cents on, that's on your two that. Cents. I'll take five cents from you. Three, four, five, six, seven cents, Rob. I like your two cents. Listen, I, the I other do thing have, is, I'm sorry a to cut you off. Statement? Oh, yeah. Yep. That's yeah. what I say. You had a statement. Mm-hmm. Go for it. What do you have? All right. So this is from Anthony Rumble Johnson, May 11th, 9, 13 p.m. He posted on his Facebook page, always an obstacle to overcome. People will always try to test your character. Don't let them get the best of you. Some things are so far-fetched that you can't even get upset. And, you know, you have tons of comments. What happened? Give us the, you know, the, the rundown. And he's, you know, gone silent. And I'd love to get his take on I it. I would, too. See how this see how this uh, evolves. Now I'm not going to speak for him because I don't know him that well. This is just my uh, thing I've seen in my life happen. If this is true, what I read, and I only read it in one news source, so mm-hmm. I am not going on record with this. Uh, it was something to do with credit cards or something, right? Okay. Identity theft. I can tell you that I knew somebody uh, that got hit with identity theft for credit cards as well. Now, what happened with them was the fact that they were they were always with this woman, okay. and they were with this woman for a long time. They were never married. They then used the woman's credit cards to buy tickets or buy something uh, that she gave him permission to do. This is a completely different story. And then they tried to get him for credit card fraud. He got off. So I don't know. Is it someone he knows credit card he used? Is it someone that maybe it's a a woman or or one of his friends trying to kind of get some... I don't know. I've seen that happen. Yeah, there's and, and re- there's revenge a, there's, for something. There's a ton of speculation well, out the there. It's, it, there's a ton of speculation. It's very difficult if you want to get away with a crime to give your full name, your address, and you're basically telling people like, "Hey, this is where I live. This is my name, and I'm confirming that I'm stealing something right now." So, Rumble I, I could be hear, that yeah. dumb. I mean, he's he's well known. He's not a guy that's going to fly under the radar mm-hmm. if, if he has a brain in his head, which it seems like he does when I talk to him. So, mm-hmm. you would think it's some kind of misunderstanding, but I don't know. We're going to wait and see. Um, and I'm excited. Hopefully, Rumble clears his name because I, I think he's a great guy. Yeah, as this, as this uh, story unfolds, we'll we'll update all the viewers. All right, I agree. And also unfolding in the boxing world, man. Oh, uh, man. Did you watch that Canelo, I Billy did. Joe Saunders? I did. I thought it was really competitive. I thought Billy Billy Joe Saunders was pretty competitive up until, you know, it was kind of back and forth. I looked at the judges' scorecards. Um, I had it a little bit more even than they did. They yeah. had Canelo at, I think Canelo ahead four to, four to two, four rounds over was, two. Yeah. But um, 
you know, it looked like that, you know, he's picking Canelo apart. He was slowing down a little bit, but then, I don't know, Canelo just saw something, he felt something, and he landed that that knockout. That, I don't know. That if knockout. I, I don't know if Canelo felt it. <laughs> I think you, I know what you mean. He felt something. Oh, I'll yeah, tell he, you, he Billy Joe really felt something. He yeah, felt something true. in his face hard. And, I mean, it, that was, he has all kinds of injuries in that face from those shots. Uh, a broken cheekbone or something. His eye bone or orbital. Broken eye socket. Broken orbital. That's dangerous. Yeah, and you get, yeah, because... What can happen? Like your eye can slide down if they don't fix that. So I know this right? because uh, I go back to my, my pro wrestling knowledge. The mm-hmm. Undertaker had his orbital broken and he said it was like his eye almost fell out of his head. Yeah. And he yeah. didn't realize how dangerous it was. So your eye can fall out of your head. It's no joke. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's why if you notice in fights, I, I've seen it and I think bare knuckle before in other fights. If the cut gets too close to the eye, too, they don't want to damage the eye. It's a big, that's a big problem. I mean, that, that could be irreversible. So mm-hmm. there's no way he could have continued. It's a shame because I was enjoying the fight as you were. And I'm curious in the chat what you think. Uh, do you think that it was closer with the scorecards than the judges had it? We'd love to hear from you about that, too. I mean, and, it's always good to hear that kind of stuff. Yeah, and I guess Billy Joe Saunders was just you know trolling people before this fight, calling them quitters. They should be able to tough it out. Um, but I, I, I think they did the right thing. And while you're watching it, of course, you always want the fighter to give it their all. Mm. And you don't know how the severity of the damage. No, you know. not until afterwards. And when and, you but, hear it, sometimes you're like, you can, whoa. But you can kind of look at it. If you look at the photos, his his face is sunken in, man. That's that's severe. And people are like, oh, he should should have continued. You should have continued. All right, man, you go in there and you get punched yeah, by right, Canel. Right. As you see what your, happens. As you, as you have your beer on the couch and eat your pizza yeah. and chips and, and have your gambling de- uh, gambling bets in, <laughs> yeah. you can go out there and do it. I, I, the other thing is, I mean, think how hard you have to be hit to do that kind of damage. I mean, I know it's fighting. I know it's combat sports. Mm. Again, I've never done true combat sports, but to do that kind of damage, he's like a truck hit him in the face. Yeah, yeah. I mean, well, Canelo hits like a truck. That uh, guy's no joke, man. I wouldn't that take a shot no from joke. him. I wouldn't take a shot from you. I wouldn't now, take a shot from anybody. Yeah, I'd take a shot from myself. Now he's uh, uh, not undefeated. I'm sorry. Lost to you know Mayweather. Um, but now, pound for pound, and he's looking to unify it or... Or he's not. I, I thought I read an article that he may be unifying it. We'll, we'll see. You can't, he you turned down like straight, a, a right? forty million dollar fight or something. I mean, can you I imagine? Wish I could, wait, yeah, yeah, turns you imagine? Hey man, I got forty million dollars for you to fight. No, no, no. I'm good. I'm going to take something else. I, I wish I had that that luxury to turn down a forty million dollar. I've never trained fight. boxing a day in my life. If they offered me forty million to go in there, I would just go. Let's go. Beat me to a pulp. <laughs> Even if I die, give it to my family. I'd be a happy man. <laughs> That's right. I just got life insurance. We talked about that a couple weeks ago. So they make double the money. Hopefully. Yep. Uh, you want to talk about a guy who has no fear, seemingly. Who knows if he really does? He doesn't seem like he does. Jake Paul. Got your hat. Uh, got your oh, hat. man. What are, that... he's, a wrestling, he's a wrestling bad guy, essentially. He's doing everything to press everybody's buttons. Got I must have watched that five times. And, Rob, immediately afterwards, I tweeted, got your hat. Yeah, he... All right, so the I, I think everyone has seen this. Those that did not see this, you know, he's giving his... You know, he's giving his interview about Logan Paul. You know, they had their face off. And out of nowhere... You know, one of the reporters asked, would you fight them both? He said, I'll fight them in the same night. They're not real fighters. So Jake Paul hears it. He comes over. All right, let's do it. Two in one night. Sign the contract. Well, you know what? Here it is. We're looking at it now. I don't know if you have audio of that, but here it comes. I mean, that's like middle I school. It. I love it. Back in middle school, when I was in middle school, girls would like take your hat and wear it. That means they liked you. Yeah. So now this means he, he wants to like get in a fight. It's completely different. Man, I don't even like. I I get the Jake Paul take on it. I get the the antics, the trolling is on a whole other level. But if I was Mayweather, man, I'm like, you grab my hat. 
Well, Mayweather doesn't want to be disrespected. He's got he's got a little bit of an ego, and I also think that Mayweather's smart. He probably knows this can build a fight. So they were talking oh, about he, pay, he paid for it, man. He got he got socked. You know, Jake Paul got a black eye. And that black eye, a little bit. dude. That black eye is going to be worth a couple uh, more than a couple million dollars. You know, one day. And and I don't think, quite frankly, that as we continue to watch this brawl here that happened, the pool mm -hmm. part, I don't think that um, Jake Paul and uh, Aaron Paul, Aaron Paul. Logan Paul? Logan Paul. Aaron Paul's from Breaking Bad. I always do that. <laughs> yeah. uh, I always do that. Uh, Logan Paul. I tried, yep. to, I tried to pay attention to the Paul boys too much. And the, uh, the Paul father, man. They're, they're all trolls. My <laughs> gosh, right? But I think that Floyd's smart enough to know that if rather than doing two in one night, he could get two big buy rates each one and make sure. double the money. He's not. I mean, you don't think two in one night would draw any different than two buy rates, I don't think. Uh, I think two separate nights. It's a good selling point, but I think two it separate is. nights for more money for business. It is, but rumor has it that Jake Paul has been banned from the fight. He cannot show up to watch Logan Paul, his brother, fight Floyd Mayweather. He's banned from the arena. This so is brilliant. <laughs> you know why they're doing this? Because now he's not going to be able to show up. Floyd's going to have a great match. They're going to make a lot of money. They're probably going to. Jake's going to be like on YouTube showing himself mm -hmm. watching it from an undisclosed location, or Jake's going to show up and be carried out by the cops afterwards, which then is going to lead to the next fight with Jake Paul. I'm telling you, this is WWE Triller 101. Are you watching the fight? That's yeah, the I'm going to watch. I have to talk about it. I, plus, like I said, I'm a pro wrestling guy at heart, so these storylines they're coming up with sell me. They, I like the smack talk. Yeah. Are the fans going to watch it? I think that I think that's a better question. Are I think the fans planning on watching this? I think in the chat, you can let us know if you're going to watch it. Now, you got to remember something. We have some fight purists in the chat. We have mm -hmm. some fight purists that watch this. I enjoy fighting. I have a deep respect for it. But I think they're marking to people outside of the fight purists. They, they think, oh, they're going to kind of just try to figure out what's happening. While the people on YouTube and stuff, they're going to, it's, it's a, they're marketing to the mainstream, not to the fight purists. So I sure. think, you, I think, how do you guys think it. Logan feels about it though? Stealing the that thunder. Look at that producer yeah. in the ear. That's a great question. How does Logan feel about it? Um, well, I got to wonder if it's my brother, I'd be kind of annoyed because you have that sibling rivalry. Stole thing. it, dude. He stole the show. He stole the thunder. He's stealing everything. I mean, his, you're in the shadow of Logan Paul. He, he, he's the, you know, the originator of the Paul brothers. And then it's, you got to one up them. You got to one up your older brother at every chance, every angle. And he's doing it, man. Let me go another direction. Maybe they're brothers and their family. And they're smarter than all of us. And they, we think there's some division there. And he says, you know what? Let me get on. You get your money on the fight. Let me get in. And I'll give you 2 million off my fight. You know, mm -hmm. let me just do a quick thing here. We got them. We're spending the money. They're businessmen. And see, that's the, I, I'd love to speak to them personally because off the record, because they're businessmen, it seems like to me, or sure. they just not those punk that are getting lucky. That's what they want us to think. It's not those punks. I think they know everything they're doing. They do. They do. They're 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 smart. They're very smart. But I think doing. they're going to fight each other. That, you know, it's interesting you say that about fighting each other because I had thought that too in the beginning. Uh, a brother Super versus fight. brother. Yeah, brother versus brother. Um, and you know how much money they'd make? They could have yeah. the dad there as the ref. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they could have, have Mama Paul sit in front row, you know? I Wouldn't you watch that? Uh, I don't know. I'd probably catch the replay to it. To be honest with you, I'm I'm not a I'm not a fan of the. You would watch the brother I, versus listen, brother. I watched the KSI and Logan Paul because in the beginning, you know, I I, I follow YouTubers. Yeah, I follow. I sure do. Yeah. Say you love YouTubers. <laughs> so I follow I follow some of the drama. I watched it. It was entertaining for what I got. It it was a good. It was a competitive fight. KSI and Logan Paul was actually a competitive yeah. fight because you have two people with no true. Uh, background Boxing. in combat sports yeah. so now to have like a Floyd Mayweather though and then 
Nah, it's not for me, man. I'll, I'm, I think I'll catch you, the replays. See, we'll see, talk about it. But you're thinking about you're thinking about it as, in my opinion, as as a guy that enjoys boxing and, and combat sports. I'm thinking about it as as a guy that wants to watch. Most of America would want to watch the Paul, mm-hmm. one of the Paul brothers, get knocked out, sure. get shut up. They're paying. He's saying, "I'm going to get my ass kicked. I'm going to act like I'm not, but you're mm-hmm. going to pay to watch it." And they are, and I'll pay to watch that. You know what I mean? But you, make sure you pay, by the way, because if you don't pay, they're going to come get you. They release that statement. <laughs> they're going to come right after you and your home. Coming for you. You should pay. These guys are uh, putting on stuff to produce. We we deal with the same stuff. You know, people out there fighting their hearts out. Whether you like the Paul brothers, whether you like Floyd Mayweather, they're out there putting it online, and they they deserve to be paid for that. But I'm anxious to see what's going to come next for the Paul brothers for Floyd Floyd Mayweather. Has Floyd said anything recently about the uh, um, the got your hat situation? I don't think so. I, I, you know, he said he's, he's just he's not getting disrespected. He's waiting for That's, the build up on that yeah. fight. <laughs> he's not going to waste that build up yet. He's waiting for it. So that'll be that'll be fun to check out, man. Uh, and, and I know you're saying you're not going to watch, but then magically my phone will go zzz, zzz, and it'll be a text from Rob. <laughs> like, this is ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, I say I'm not going to watch, but it's what everybody I'll, does. I'll fall in the category of uh, of tuning in for hey, sure. You shouldn't feel bad. Everyone's curious. I like, like com- a, listen. I like crash. I like competitive fighting, man. If there's a good story behind it, that's even better. But when it's non-competitive and it's one-sided. I mean, I, I really have to be in the right mindset to watch a fight. If I know this is going to be an exhibition and it's a joke, okay. I'll, I'll, a couple I'll, shots of yeah. vodka, Rob will get there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But, you know, it's in competitive fights. I'm, I'm, I'm game for that. And that's why I love BKFC, man. It doesn't get any more competitive and any more real. I'm There's... game for that. And I'm game for it to watch. And I, I do enjoy BKFC more than anything like we said many times because it's like no other. And if we're talking BKFC... We have to. We haven't talked about mm-hmm. that yet. We have some BKFC news we want to talk about. So much going on. Paige Van Zandt. I don't know if you've been following her Instagram, she's her social. Back. She's training hard. She's back and she's training really yeah, hard. She looks. She looks. She looks hungry, man. She well, looks really. You know, hungry. she's got. Yeah, she's got Rachel. Yeah. So she's better That's, be hungry. Yeah. Well, I mean, she's got a win over. We. She's got a win over. We were in the office a couple hungry. days ago and we were rewatching their her. You know, her fight with her. Rachel's bigger. She has, you know, she has the size advantage on her. She had, looked like she had the strength advantage. You know, she pulled off an armbar for the win. So, uh, armbar for the win. Rachel Ostevich, armbar for the win against, or excuse me, Paige Van Zant, armbar for the win against correct. Rachel, yep. Rachel Ostevich. Um, now, Ain't here's no armbars. That's BKFC, what I'm sir. going towards. And and Paige, I think maybe I'm talking out of turn here, but I think Paige found that out the hard way, as we all said during her fight with Britton Hart. Mm. Where's it at? During our fight with Britton Hart. Oh, Evan's not here today. <laughs> I'm a, I'm a feeling. feeling. I'm so used to Evan being here. Uh, during our fight with Britton. There it is. <laughs> there we go. During our fight with Britton Hart, mm-hmm. uh, we all felt that maybe if it went another round, uh, it might have gone a little differently. A lot of people were saying that because Paige, you could see, was figuring it out. Mm-hmm. Now, Rachel has fought in the MMA world, mm-hmm. and now she's going to come fight Paige. Is Rachel going to have to figure it out where Paige is kind of a couple steps ahead of her? Paige is training harder. I was I saw Paige, the little bit of training I saw when she went against Britain, excuse me, and I can see what I'm seeing on um, on social media, and your suspender fell, Rob. <laughs> His suspender fell down. You, you look what good. What is going on with this cheap <laughs> shit? So, <laughs> so I saw her training. Wardrobe malfunction. She's got a, she's got a, 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 pardon the pun, but eye of the tiger. She really does. And I'm excited to see what Paige is going to bring this time. Because when I spoke with her after the fight, she said, I pretty much have it figured out. Mm-hmm. Now I know the direction I'm going in. And we can see that by her training. I think she looks great. The way she's hitting the pads and everything. She looks quick. Now, she looks really quick. She looks deadly now. I haven't um, seen Rachel train, so I can't comment on that. I know. I mean, sorry, take a sip of my Tiger Life there. Our sponsor. I love him. Uh, I don't know either if that was officially announced, the fight. I might be talking out of turn there, but I, I'm I'm excited to see that fight. I know people were talking about it online, the Rachel Ostevich fight. So 
I shouldn't be putting that out there because I say if we say it on the on the show, it's official. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying that's official. I'm just saying that's a fight that I would think she thinks she's going to get, and I would think Rachel thinks she's, it's going to happen at some point. Yeah, I think a lot of people, I a lot of people are pointing to that fight. It just makes sense. Why, you know, why not? So if it's not inked, please ink it. BKC. Dave Feldman, the powers that be, please get that fight done. I, I think it's the fight that everybody wants to see. And if not, let us know. Do they want to see Paige Van Zandt versus Rachel Ostevich? Or do they want to see a run back with Britton Hart or somebody else? Or just, yeah, like, drop it in the comments. Maybe you want to see somebody that we're not even thinking of against mm-hmm. Paige Van Zandt. We'd love to hear from you. And there's so many new women signings in BKFC, Dude, it's too. like every other day, it's a new signing. You, you can, I mean, you can look at, look, there's Rachel. We were just yep. talking about her. You have Pearl, who I hear Pearl is an absolute killer. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I, she has some insane records. She's relatively young too to be in the game, uh, and you got. I, I'm gonna mess names up, so I'm gonna say. Good luck with that, Nadja. You got her, <laughs> and you got. I don't my my cheaters on my glasses. So can you can you cover that last one for me, Rob? That last name I can't see it. Makarova, Makarova, I know who it is. I'm just I am, so, around I am so sorry, but how know. do you think I feel? I have to say these people's names, and I get nervous. I look like J- Jamie Smith. <laughs> it's so much easier, but. These are great fighters. This division, this women's division, and we're signing more by the day. It's exploding. So, Paige, yeah, I don't want to let the cat out of the bag. I think there was two or three more signings. Just how do you know this? Why does nobody tell me I, anything? I, I heard it. I heard the contract the coming grapevine? over. Yeah. So, not going to drop who it is, but more, more female more? fighters. The vision is getting deep, man. And we just put out. We put out the other day. Um, Taylor Starling versus Carissa Sagala. What a match! What a fight! Fight! Fight of the year. You put the free- female, yeah, female fight of the year, but fight of the year it could be it was you put out the free preview for that you guys right we did that full fight so so if you want to see that if you don't have the app yet which you can get the app and you should at bkfc.com go grab it uh it's on the youtube channel you can watch the full fight and you should i think they each threw 200 and some punches insane man i remember taylor telling me she didn't feel like she threw enough punches (laughs) i'm like no you did man you really did yeah she you know her uh, both of those warriors just brought it all and the the new signings man this this division's really heating up. You know, Paige had said to me uh, when I was doing my Sirius XM show with her that females fight differently, and I agree with her. Mm. It's just a different kind of fighting. It's a different kind of passion they show uh, okay. than, than the male fighters. I, I kind of understand what she means, so I'm looking forward to check out the division. And like I said, we might be talking about Rachel versus Paige, but Paige has her eyes on everyone. Paige is a pro. She has her eyes on everyone, and we're going to see who it's going to be. I, I'm excited for all the matchups, and from what I understand, you're saying we're signing more, but uh, maybe I had my uh, glass up to the door of the president trying to listen. You know, he's on a phone call, but it seems like we're going to get... You you said deep, but deeper. It seems like we're mm-hmm. really interested in this female division, and the fans seem to love it too, with good reason. The female fights are always fun to watch. Yeah, they are. They're I was kind of bummed we didn't have one on the last show. I know, you know, I know, but that's going to happen. That's why we're making the division bigger so we can have one. Yeah, we'll keep the pool as, as deep as we can and keep adding these amazing fighters, and they keep showing with you know we're going to be changing the name to you know the male fighter is going to be one or two fights per show soon. Right, Man, they're still in the show. It's interesting because years ago. I remember certain promoters saying they didn't even want feet. Not not yep. in BKFC. We've never said that. But, uh, mm-hmm. I mean, you can name them if you want. I'm not going to name them. I, I know yeah. who I'm talking about. Dana White. He, he said, said he would it. never put female fighters in the ring together. And then look at what he does. Ronda right? Rousey, one of his biggest uh, top-grossing fighters, right? pay-per-view draws, household names, et cetera. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's really worked for them, and it's working mm-hmm. for us. And, and there's an appetite for people to see uh, the female fights. Uh, mm-hmm. So we'll keep going with that. I'm looking forward to that. There's so much to look forward to in BKFC with the other news. We have other stuff coming up, too. Uh, This is something I'm looking forward to because I said earlier, I like the smack talk. I like the back and forth. Tyler Goodjohn. (laughs) He knows where I'm going right away. Tyler Goodjohn. 
Luis Palomino for the lightweight title, BKFC 18. No love lost on those two, man. No love lost at all. I can't wait for that fight. Who are you picking right now? Who? Oh, man. That's... I can't put me on the spot. Oh, like you did it to, no, you did it to me last week. That's why I want to know. <laughs> you can't put me on the spot. Well, analyze it a little bit. The fight. All right, let's break it down. Let's yeah. let's really break it down. Of break it down. Tyler Goodjohn's last bout. If we're basing his uh, his future success off of one fight with you know coming off of COVID, coming off of limited training, not giving any excuses to him, we'll get him on the show. He can air out everything, uh, and I believe he did in the past. We can't base everything off of that. He is a decorated professional boxer. He was an undefeated bare-knuckle boxer overseas prior to that. So he has bare-knuckle experience. He has professional boxing experience. Sure does. His training now, he looks like a whole other fighter. His body even looks more solid. He looks more more beef to him. He he looks looks healthy. healthy. And one of the things, you know, Tyler Goodjohn is Tyler Goodjohn. We don't, you know, like to box people up and tell them what to do and tell them how to live. But I think, and I'm just going to assume, his way of living may have uh, inter- interfered in the past of his uh, his performance. Meaning, I think some of his partying, uh, some of his partying, is what prevented him from you know his true showing versus. I agree 100. percent Like you can see right now, we're looking. It's all about weights, not dates. He was about the women before. He probably still mm-hmm. is, but I think he's reined back a little bit. Sure. He was about maybe other uh, nightlife. Um, Things. Sex, drugs, rock <laughs> and roll. Man. That's, that's, yeah. And that's Tyler Goodjohn. But now, now he understands. Well, I got to get ready for this fight. And you can't walk into a fight with Luis Palomino not ready. I mean, that guy is an absolute killer. I love him. A gentleman in, in, in true life, in real life. But yeah, at the fights, yeah. he intimidates me. I, I like when I had to interview him before <laughs> mm-hmm. he fought Jim Ellers. And remember, Jim Ellers was talking a lot of trash. I had to interview him, and Luis and I have had a great relationship. I love mm-hmm. him. He's a class act. He stood there, and I thought he was going to beat me up. I say it all the time. It made me nervous. Like, he did not want to talk. He wanted to fight. When he gets his, his fight on, mm-hmm. when he gets in that zone, I mean, there's no stopping him. We saw what happened with Jim Ellers, who's, who's a great fighter in his own right. He was undefeated going into that bout, and he uh, made short work of him. Yes, and one then, round. And then, I'm not even thinking about this, but afterwards, I was in the ring, and, and, and uh, I guess we invited Tyler, you were saying, before we invited mm-hmm. Tyler to come check out the scene, see what was going on. He'd never been to a bare knuckle before. We had just signed the guy. And then it got a little hairy there as well. Mm-hmm. And I think that's kind of what started their little beef together. Then it continued on um, social media. If you want to see what happened, bkfc.com, you can grab the app. We're going to show you some stuff. Here's the Jim Ellers fight with Luis Palomino. Yeah, that we don't blink. About. Yeah, this, <laughs> speaking of don't blink, Yuli's coming up just, later. Just what you said, Palomino looks absolutely crisp, it's man. Ferocious. Great, Great movement, great head movement. There it is. He got that shot off. Uh, listen, and he just he just stalked him the entire time. It was over, and he was, he was uh, even when I got in the squared circle with him. I mean, you can see here, Jim's like, oh. When I got in the squared circle, it was so intense. The crowd was going nuts. Mm-hmm. So also, we have to remember Tyler Goodjohn versus Luis Palomino is most likely going to be in Florida. And right? as you, yeah, yeah, absolutely. And as you said, Tyler Goodjohn was there. He saw this fight. He was there ringside. And we saw what happened after he jumped up there. I was in the middle of it, which I didn't even realize that he was coming in the ring. Nobody told me. Nobody clued me in. Did you guys even know that? <sighs> that overhand right, man. Palomino has got accuracy like no other fighter. So you don't mess with him. Yeah. So you look, you skate past my question. I want to know. Did you guys know he was coming in that ring? Because I didn't know. Nobody told me. So we'll we'll keep moving. We're gonna move past that. <laughs> you knew. So so I'm gonna, I'm gonna put you on the spot. You you mm-hmm. just you invited. We, uh, yeah, we invited him into the ring. He wanted to give his opinion on his quick opinion, which t- 
turn into madness. I yeah, but he I wasn't didn't... supposed to be in the ring I, from what I understood until later. I didn't think he was going to come in that early. He jumped in and I, I got, I, it was, it was, mm-hmm. it was very intense in that ring. You already have Luis Palomino who's intense. Now well, you add Tyler who's joking around. He thinks after he just trained for this victory, yeah, they meant so much to him because, because of that, because another thing where now fighters are banned from entering the ring or even so yeah, well, good. we're not going to go down that road anymore. <laughs> well, thank you. Yeah. Good. I like that. Um, but that pissed Palomino off and I actually started. felt bad. That's what started this. And then, Tyler kept running his mouth on social media, which I think he continues mm-hmm. to do. And they go back. It's actually quite entertaining. Uh, it makes me want to see the fight even more. Um, do you think Luis is looking at the training Tyler's been doing? Or do you think he's just kind of looking at the past Tyler against felony? Because look, fel- felony or dark, what's his name? We call him felony now. Yeah. Felony, it's not going to be the same fight uh, with all due respect as Luis Palomino. Mm-hmm. It's not. So he better come ready. He better. He better. I, I don't think Luis Palomino is looking past him, but he already said that, you know, he's not on his level. He's basing it off his uh, previous fight with Charles Bennett. Do you believe um, that? Yeah. I, I, I think Palomino's on a he, – he's the top tier. He's at, he's at the top it's of incredible. the level. He, he, so he's still training. I don't, I don't think he's taking it lightly, but I think he's not on the same level. But if he takes him lightly, if he sleeps on good John, it will be the – He's going to regret Well, let me it. ask you a reverse question. Do you think good John, uh, with training hard and seeing where he has to go, can he get there? Can he get to that point of Luis? I believe he can if he concentrates on training. He can. Good, all right. So good John's last fight, he said, I am taking, he didn't know, he didn't even do his research on his opponent. Oof. He just tried to come in and joke him and you see it. And then you see a sense of urgency though in rounds three, you know, three and yeah. four, like, whoa, I might be losing this fight. I could lose this fight. And this is my debut. So he took it lightly, but again, the, from the training of what he's doing, his living, he's, he can he's, get there. He's he's a he's back. He's back. He's gonna so get it's going to be. I a believe great it. Fight. I think I'm he's going to be I'm looking forward. That there's so much we're looking forward to, uh, and on BKFC 18. Uh, I mean, it's packed. It's jam packed. You got Sam Shoemaker, Joey Beltran, mm. the heavyweight title. Like these guys are coming to throw, and you know, on top of that, you've seen Joey fight. Joey will take shots; he doesn't care. But can he take a shot from Sam Shoemaker on that hard head that he has? Yeah, man. I mean, those those two guys—they both fought in BKFC one. Yep. You know, Sam Shoemaker, flash knockout. Joey Beltron, fight of the night. I mean, they've got a date with destiny, man. They they this is a fight that has been coming, and it's it's. It's in the works. It's been in the works since the first one. I know they were eyeballing each other after their, you know, their debuts. Oh yeah, they, it's it has to happen. It's the fight, and and they're both very uh, excited about the fight. Mm-hmm. I had them on at Knuckle Mania to talk about the fight when we announced it, and they're both so pumped up about it. I mean, they're going at it. You're looking at Shoemaker Prindle now. I mean, you can see when Sam gets pumped up <laughs> and when Joey gets pumped up for a fight. And, you know, I think they have a deep respect for each other. Oh, Boom. Oh, man. Knockout of but the night. a deep respect for each other and a punch like that on either side, deep respect doesn't matter after that punch. Lights out. Uh, yeah, no it's lights it out. It, you're there to do a job. Mm-hmm. So it's interesting to know they have deep respect, as does Yuli Diaz, who's going to be on that card against Tiago Alves. And we're going to talk to him in a couple minutes. Uh, BKFC won to see the evolution of both of these fighters to BKFC 18. Incredible. Both of them in the main event. That's amazing. That's awesome. They see what a story. The evolution from both of those fighters. They're now main event fighters. That's, yeah. hey, man. Well, it's easy to see why if you've been following what they're doing. I mean, mm-hmm. you look at Shoemaker's training, a little unorthodox at times. He does mm-hmm. the sledgehammer. He moves the rocks. I think some of that's available on BKFC.com. If you grab the app, you can watch some of that. Uh, but the Shoemaker training, and then you look at uh, Beltran's training. They're, they're just working hard. I saw Joey in Miami, uh, and Joey was... 
he was just soaking wet and sweat in this sweat box gym, putting the work in, looking look, trimmed down, lost a little bit mm-hmm. of weight. He looked very healthy. He looked very happy. Mm-hmm. You know, he's been uh, hanging around with Britton Hart now, and he had told me that uh, if you don't think I can fight better happy than angry, you're crazy. Like, he's the happiest he's been, it sounds like. So those two are together. Yeah. And he's, wow. He's, well, they, okay. yeah, well, I asked him about that. I'm like, people were saying online. It's official. Yeah, I mean, look, I, I look at Joey. He's incredible. We were just watching him. But if you look at women when they get involved sometimes with athletes, it's, it's a real question. Mm-hmm. I, I always reference Rocky, but women weak in legs, they say. And there's people on social media talking about maybe this Joey looks so happy all the time with these you know, it's nice posing. You think maybe too happy. That's what I asked him. And Joey not said, hungry anymore. No, he said, he goes, if you think I can't fight happy, because I've fought in different mindsets, he goes, happy is probably the best one to fight in. That's the way he's taken. So that's where Joey's mind's at. Sam, I think Sam's excited to uh, have the fight from what I could see with him. I can't wait to talk to him one day soon. But it seems like he's excited for his family to see him fight in the main event and bring home the world title to his kids and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I mean, that goes right with the guy and guy Sam is. Sam's been training really hard. Sam is, I think, training in Camden, New Jersey right now with Rodney Rice, I believe. Yeah, he's got and a he's got a trainer over no here. No joke. He's 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 on the grind. Man, uh, oh man, this is going to be a fight of inches. I don't a even fight know. Fight of inches, man. I I swear, I think it's going to be the fight of the night. I I don't fight even know cat- how to even think about other than fight of the. But there's so many fights. They're all fight of the nights. But I don't even know how to think who's going to take that one. I mean, you look at both sides. And they both have the punching power, mm-hmm. and they both obviously always come to win, aren't you? They have the stamina. <laughs> they, yep, and they have it's going to be it's going to be my opinion. Either I have to look at it more. Either it's going to be a quick knockout, which is second round, right? Mm-hmm. Or it's going to go the whole way, and they're just going to blast. I think I, it's probably going to go the whole way. Yeah, I think it's going to be a battle of attrition of who wants it more. I think they're both training really hard. They've upped their camps. You know they're bringing a high level of skill into this, and I, and I really think it's going to be it's going to come down to who wants it more, and they're going to really grind this one out. I don't think it's going to be a flash knockout. I think it's going to be a goddamn war. Well, I've I've looked into both their eyes, and I can tell you when I was interviewing them, I always like to kind of think what I think when I do mm-hmm. these interviews. You're up close, you're working with these guys a lot, and I see that in both their eyes. They're going to war, and you always see that, but it's a different kind of war. These guys, they both yeah. want it really bad, and when heavyweights go to war, heavyweights fun. go to war, man. That's fun. Very excited. That's BKFC 18. If you want to order it, you want to watch it, uh, along with all of our content, it's on the app at bkfc.com. Just grab it there. There's uh, training footage. There's all kinds of interviews. There's all the past fights. And what I like is we have the tryouts. We, we kind of show you what goes on the tryouts to how important they are. Because Sam mm-hmm. Shoemaker comes from the tryouts. Yeah. He tried out here in Philadelphia in our, in our neck of the woods. And as we always say, what did he do? He broke the damn punching machine. So he cost the company money before he even got here. But that's the kind of money we like. We like when you break the, we like when you break the punching machine. That shows what kind of guy you are. Yeah. Uh, but again, you can see it down there. You can download the app, grab it. Uh, definitely do that. We have a lot of other stuff coming up today too, Rob. Uh, Let me slide this in real fast. Slide for the, it in for those that for those that are in the Texas area. Tryouts oh, yeah. are on the fifteenth. That's right, they're coming. Yeah, so get out there if you have what it takes to become a f- professional fighter. If you think you want to be a fighter, show up, show them what you're made of. Let's see it. So since you said Texas, I'm taking this way off here. I'm gonna see if you mm-hmm. know what movie this is from. So in the chat, by the way, Rob's not dressed like this for his own health. Rob's dressed like this for a certain reason. Let's get a shot of Rob here. Let's show him. Rob, Rob's dressed like this over here. It's from a certain movie. We want you to guess what movie in the comments section that Rob uh, is dressed like. If you're listening to this on the pod, don't show them. If you're listening to this on the podcast, they can't see what you just did anyway. By the way, we're available on Spotify as well. And it's not Super Mario. <laughs> <laughs> Who uh, did that, man? I think you look more like a Luigi anyway, man. I don't know. 
Now I am kind of short and, and uh, meatballish. Short and meatballish. <laughs> you would be Luigi. I'll be Luigi. I don't, I mean, they made millions of dollars too. They got it's movies, Mario. video games. Mario Kart, all the nice new car. Um, I was going That's somewhere great. with this, but I lost my train. Of th- oh, movies. <laughs> okay. So, so you were saying the trials are in Texas. Mm-hmm. What movie is this from? Ready? I'm on a payphone right now. Where are you? I'm in Texas. The stars at night are big and bright. Deep in the heart of Texas. Pee-wee's Big Adventure, That's right. There, I'm, I'm going to help you, too, in the comment section. I thought he was the dude when I walked in <laughs> from Pee-wee's Big Adventure that beats him up at the truck stop. You know what I'm talking about? Like the dinosaur. I thought that's, <laughs> that's who you great. were first, but that's not who he is. So what movie does that come from? Let us oh, know. That's at, great, man. <laughs> as they that's comment funny. and talk about Rob's wardrobe today and everything else. We're going to be back. We have a KO of the week coming up. We're going to do watch along. Uh, and we're also going to talk to Yuli Diaz, the number one ranked BKFC middleweight in the entire world, taking on Tiago Alves, uh, excuse me, Tiago Alves coming up at uh, BKFC 18. All that's coming up. It's still to come on the show, but right now we're going to talk about one of my favorite sponsors. They keep me going. They keep me rocking. They keep me rolling. They keep me strutting. They keep me strolling. Tiger Life. All right. Tiger Life is not about race or religion, black or white, young or old, male or female. It's not about where you live or where you're from. It's about finding your why in life. Tiger Life is a way of life. It's a purpose, a light, the future. We all have a story to tell, so let's tell it. It's time to be heard. Just remember, we may not be able to rewrite our story, but we sure as hell can change the ending. Tiger Life. Energy never tasted so good. Tiger Life is not about race or religion, black or white, young or old, male or female. It's not about where you live or where you're from. It's about finding your why in life. Tiger Life is a way of life. It's a purpose, a light, the future. We all have a story to tell, so let's tell it. It's time to be heard. Just remember, we may not be able to rewrite our story, but we sure as hell can change the ending. Tiger Life. Energy never tastes it so good. Come on, do it. If you're here, you're going to do it. Or we should we... oh, We're back. <laughs> this guy, I know what movie it is. And, and like mm-hmm. I said earlier, we were asking in the chat, what movie is Rob dressed like? Like from what movie? Uh, it took me a minute until he did something with his hat. Can I, am I giving him too much? Oh, you put up your arm. He did something with his hat and knew right away. I was going to do it. I get nerve. Don't do that. No, Rob, I'm not. No, we're not doing this. You'll rip my, now he's serious now. He's serious now. In the chat, let us know. Come on, you have to know what movie that's from. Terry Funk appears in this movie. Does he's he? He's a professional wrestler. Yeah, he appears in the movie. It's a great movie. Uh, and we were talking, you know, maybe, maybe there's some truckers involved too. I don't know. There's all kinds of things. But put the hat back on. Oh, you're making me nervous. My hair's getting so we have Yuli Diaz, the monster, just coming up uh, in just a moment. Just a moment. <laughs> His hat's all messed up now. Uh, Yuli Diaz is going to come on. He's challenging Tiago Alves, BKFC 18. Very excited about that fight. There's so much I want to get into with Yuli. I mean, this guy has such a story. He's got some interesting friendships, mm-hmm. some best friends, uh, huge superstars. Uh, just his whole life. It, it seems like, again, I'm making all these Rocky references. That's what I do, but a million to one shot, right? From what he was going through. Yeah. We're going to find out what he went through before he got into fighting and uh, what propelled him to where he is today to be the number one middleweight in the world for BKFC ahead of this huge fight that he actually requested. So there's so much we're going to dig into, not only his personal life, but leading up to this. I know you have some questions too, Rob, for Yuli. I mean, this guy, I will say this, and I hope he can hear this. I hope he's in our green room, mm-hmm. but he's probably one of one of the best dressed BKFC fighters. The oh, first he's time smooth, I, man. he is. <laughs> the first time I met Yuli, uh, I had to get him for a weigh-in. I think it was, and I never met Yuli. 
And I walk up to this guy. He's dressed so nice. He looks like a superstar. He, he has this look to him. He's got his hair up. And he's all tatted up. And maybe you're profiling here. But you don't always expect that most people wouldn't expect someone that looks the way Yuli does to be as nice as he is. And see, that's, that's why it's good to do these to things. Because mm-hmm. that's not at all true. I can't stand when people think like that. Maybe I thought like that. I walked up and he was so nice. And I'm like, Brian, you jerk. Yeah. Yuli's one of the nice guys. He does a lot of charitable outreach. I love that. He's always feeding the homeless. He's giving back to the stuff that he went through. I don't know if he was homeless, but the things that he went through, the struggles that he had that he's seen. And I think that it's great to have a good fighter. We went to that, but it's also great to have a good gentleman. He's a gentleman that works for us as well. So. And I, I can't say that enough. I mean, we have so many, so many of our fighters give back to the community. And at first glance, you think, wow, you're a BKFC fighter. You must be stupid. Why are you doing this? Neanderthal. You, yeah, Not true exactly. A lot of these are, a lot of these fighters are extremely business savvy. They do a lot of charitable work. They are great ambassadors for the sport of combat, you know, yeah, I for also, combat sports in general. Excuse me. I get to watch that when he puts it on his social media. And I actually sent him a message one time. It's inspiring. It makes you want to go out and do something. Um, his knockout, his knockout, too. We're going to get into that in just a moment. His knockout, he has the, the, the best knockout, the quickest knockout in combat yeah, sports I'm gonna, history. I'm going to talk to him. I mean, it was the fastest, but. Would they say three seconds? Has, yeah, three, four no, seconds. No, no. See, so you're adding on three, four. <laughs> let's bring Yuli in. I want to talk okay, to him about that. Yeah, three, yeah, four. Yuli, what's up, my brother? How are you? I don't. I can't hear you, Yuli. Hold on. We'll get you. We'll get you situated. Make sure I can hear you. Uh, Yuli, you there? Yes, sir. I, All I right, there he is. I can hear you now, Yuli. Hey, so listen, we're arguing, Rob and I here in in the studio at the BKFC show. First of all, it's great to have you on, but I have to jump right into this. Uh, we're talking about your don't blink, the fastest t- or excuse me, fastest KO in combat mm-hmm. sports history. I was getting ready to say they said it was three seconds, and Rob goes, oh, it's like three or four seconds. You're adding a – I say it was like 2.5. Yo, come it's on, under come three. on, Rob. <laughs> <laughs> All love for you, brother. How you doing, man? Good uh, to see you. Man, hey, listen, Brian, Rob, first of all, I want to tell you guys thank you so much for this opportunity. I truly appreciate you guys, man. You guys always show me love and uh, much respect and love to you guys always, man. And, uh, yeah, definitely. I think it was uh, – I, I mean, I've timed it 100 times. It's between 1.5 and 2 seconds, man. Whoa. See, I'm saying 2.5. I'm, I'm overstating wow. too. I mean, the bell well, the bell was ringing as the guy hit the mat, I think. It was insane. Right, 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 right. Wow, yeah, because, well. uh, you know, the referee told us knuckle up, and I and I, I took off. And when the <laughs> bell rang, it was already, that right hand was landing, like, simultaneously. Now, now, Yuli, is that something that you planned? Did, did you have that in the back of your mind? Like, as soon as, soon as the bell hits, I'm just sprinting off the line, and I'm coming right after this guy? Or was that... I, I, for 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 that opponent for Danieli, I I planned that I uh I I thought you know I I studied him you know and I saw mm-hmm. that whenever you put pressure on him he's a tall guy so he likes to extend his arms and put his chin up in the air so I go I'm gonna put pressure on him off the gate if you hear uh Sean Wheelock at the beginning he says uh Yuli said he was gonna start you know do a fast start and boom I come out the gate and uh the the plan you know I executed to perfection man you know like it came out the la- the punch landed perfect. Yuli, it's funny because uh, a personal story here. I was there uh, next to the squared circle ringside, and I didn't even realize you're uh, – I'm sorry, I don't know. Girlfriend, fiance, I don't want to get you in any trouble. Uh, Dana Brooke That's fine. from WWE. Yeah, Superstar. Dana Brooke, yeah. Uh, she's my, my girlfriend. girlfriend. Soon to be she's, wife, you know. Really? All right, there we go. Like that, she's wonderful. It's a good. We love, we love what you guys do together, but I'm standing there. There you go. That's right. A round of applause. Thank you. So uh, I'm standing there watching the fight. The bell rings. I didn't even know what happened. All I know is that Dana Brooke – was next to me. I didn't even realize she was next to me. She was trying to film it or something. She jumped up and she almost, it was like a WWE move. She almost like knocked me down and body. So you know what I did was one on top of me. It was crazy. She was pumped. And then you jump over the, uh, the ring ropes. Was that just, yeah. I mean, you had no regard for your health. You just, just said, be careful, be careful. Yeah. You cleared Man, the ring my, ropes. My, you know, I, I prepared, I, oh, shit. 
<laughs> sorry, technical difficulty. Oh, what do you got? I'm, so, I'm sorry, guys. Oh, I, okay, I never man. stopped preparing for this fight all mm. through COVID. I was getting ready. I built a whole gym in my backyard, like you saw, Brian. Um, I never stopped getting ready. So those the, behind those 2.5 to three seconds, whatever you want to call it, there was a lot of hard work put in. Mm -hmm. Um, and my adrenaline was through the roof, man. That the fight <laughs> lasted three seconds. I still had adrenaline. I had to jump over the rope. I had to, you know, I was flying high, man. And um, <laughs> it, it was a, it was a, it was an incredible moment in my life, man. Of course it would be. Uh, let's talk about your life a little bit. I mean, there's so much to uncover and unpack with you, uh, Yuli. I mean, we know a little bit about you, at least I do, but I don't know a ton about you. I know a little bit about your story. It's very inspiring. Uh, I know about your friendship with a huge celebrity. What's his real name, Rob, the huge celebrity? Can you remember how to say it? I, I will not even go down that <laughs> He's road. Not try. I, I, I attempt. <laughs> uh, so we know about your relationship with uh, Pitbull and, and how he's one of your yes, best sir. friends growing up. Now, you had told me that you use that when you talk to students, when you talk to children, you say, Pitbull went one way and I went the wrong way kind of thing. Um, right. Can you speak on your, your childhood growing up and, and what drove you to go the wrong way, what that wrong way was? Yeah. So, okay. So how my childhood was is I grew up with a single mother, you know, she's still around. Thank God. She's a, a great mom, always been a great mom, but I never had a, a male role model in my life. I never had a father, an uncle, a cousin. I never had anybody in my life to, to steer me in the right way. And I don't say this for a pity trip or a pity party. This is just the way my life was. And so I depended on my friends uh, growing up. I, I like my friends. Like I played the sports. My friends uh, played, they were my family. And, um, you know, as a kid, I always felt like I was a, the protector of my friends. So I, I, got, I got in a ton of fights as a kid. Uh, as a juvenile, I went to juvenile detention center for fighting. As a young adult, I went to prison for fighting on the streets. Um, on May 6th, just the other day, uh, was 15 years to the day since I walked out of prison. And when I walked out, you know, I wrote that on my Instagram. It wasn't an easy path. I was still trying to figure out what to do. I still went the wrong way. Um, all I knew was kind of the streets and how to try to figure out things for myself. But I always knew I wanted to fight professionally. Uh, this was always a passion of mine and a dream of mine. And finally, five years ago, man, I, I you know, I, I gave it a try. It was going to be a bucket list thing. Take some pictures. Tell my kids I did it. And um, when I knocked a guy in the first round five years ago, man, it was uh, the biggest rush I've ever had in my life. And I said, I, you know, I found my dream. And I finally found out what hard work is, what dedication is, what consistency is. And here I am today, man, five, days, uh, five years later. Uh, fighting uh, against Tiago Alves for the world title in BKFC, uh, a huge promotion that's on its way to, to you know, to the top. Um, I have the fastest knockout in combat sports history. And, uh, man, you know, it's amazing. Here talking to you guys, it's just amazing what, what life has brought me in just short, this short a period of time. It definitely is. I'm excited to see you, watch you grow and watch your progression as well. Now, you mentioned your mother who's still alive, and she's seen your whole life. Yeah. She's been through all this, no father figure. Uh, it, does, you, does your mother worry about you, or is she happy that you're fighting now? Does she watch the fights, or is she um, happy you've kind of well, found your way? She's definitely happy that I've changed my life around, but she's always, uh, you know, like, like any mom, man. <laughs> she, she, she watches her she watches my fights with my, where her back turned to the ring, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so like, when I, when, I, when I had that three-second knockout, everybody, she's looking at the crowd. Everybody erupted. So she's like, what happened? She turned around, you know. I was jumping over the fence. <laughs> so, you know, it, it, it's an amazing moment, man. And, and fighting has gave, given me a great platform, man. I'm able, you know, I have fighting versus hunger where I'm able to feed the homeless. Um, I've been able to go back to the uh, juvenile detention centers where I was at as a kid and speak to these kids. And uh, it, it's, it's amazing what fighting has done for me. You know, if you guys see my Instagram, I put fighting saved my life. That's a yep. huge hashtag I use all the time because it's really saved my life, man. You know, and, and I like to say, like, oh, when I go speak to these kids, I come in with, uh, you know, with these guys from the courts or with these guys from, like, the uh, Department of Children and Families um, and, 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 and not to put them down whatsoever, you know, but 
they come in with their ties and their button-down shirts, and these guys never been in trouble in their life. Then I come in with them, and the kids, uh, you know, they, they stop and they listen, and I feel like they, they pay attention and they soak in more once they see a person like me that's actually been, uh, you know, in their shoes. It's because you're real. So uh, I'm, able to, I'm able to reach them, you know? Yeah, it's because you're real. And, Yuli, if somebody's listening right now and is going down a, a similar path that you, you have gone down, and obviously you've changed your life for the better, what one piece of advice would you give to that person who's, you know, going through the same things, going through the same struggles that does not see the light at the end of the tunnel? Because especially young, the younger generation or younger kids, and uh, they don't. All they see is the streets and then how, how rough and how hard it is right now. They can't see five years down the line. What, what one piece of advice would you give to them right now? Um, you know what, man? There's something that still works for me to this day. is it, It's never too late, man. You know, I, I, t- I went pro at 35 years old. I thought... Well, I thought like I, you know, old dogs and new habits. I, I didn't think it was gonna it was gonna happen. Um, I I turned it around, man. And all it is is finding whatever you love, whether it's fighting, whether it's mechanics, whether it's painting, you know, whether it's doing a podcast. Mm-hmm. And uh, and and one thing I found out, I used to live a day day to day life, man. I finally found out what consistency is. You know, you're not gonna you're not gonna get it overnight. It might it might not it might take more than a week, more than a month. It might take a couple of years. But eventually, if you keep doing the same thing over and over and over, you will find success in whatever you do. You know, so just stick to it. You know, find a good plan, stick to it, and uh, you know it's never too late. No matter what age you are, no matter you know what I mean, it, it, just just stick to something, and I promise you, guaranteed, man. If I made it, anybody can make it. Not only did you make it, Yuli, but you're ranked number one for middleweights in the entire world for bare knuckle fighting championship. I mean, that's exciting. When we announced that, we did it right here in the show, like we do a lot of stuff, mm-hmm. and we made it official. Uh, you are such a man of the people. You popped into the chat and started thanking everybody, which was awesome. We, we think you're such a classy guy for doing that. Where were you at when you got uh, alerted? Who told you that you were number one? Were you watching the show? It had to be exciting. Uh, yeah, well, I happened to be watching the show. Uh, th- you know, thank you guys, man. You guys are great. I, I, you know, you guys I gave me you know a lot of compliments, and I truly appreciate it. Um, yeah, I, I, you know, I, I tune into the show. I, um, you know, I appreciate you guys. I, I'm like I said, I, it's it's awesome to be a part of BKFC while it's on the rise, man. You know, I fought for ten, I fought for fourteen. I'm fighting now. Uh, I'm BKFC eighteen, so I'm the, I'm part of the beginning of this, man. You know, and it's a huge company. Uh, it's got great people behind it. And uh, I like to be a gentleman of the sport, brother. You know, I like I said, I grew up on the streets where there wasn't too much talking. It's it's, it's about action. And I, I feel like I'm a man of action. Uh, any word I tell you, anything I call you, if anything I say to you is not making you bleed or knocking you out. I've never seen I've never seen anybody tell me anything that's 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 hurt me. You know what I mean? Yeah. So mm-hmm. uh, it, it, it doesn't matter what I say. Um, I like to put my action into I mean, my words into action in the in the ring. So you were excited about that. Obviously, you can tell about uh, being ranked number one. I can tell by your uh, your excitement now when we talk about it. You have a yes, huge sir. fight coming up, uh, BKFC 18 in Florida, which mm-hmm. is going to be amazing place to have it, against another Floridian, if that's the word that's correct, uh, Tiago Alves. He's ranked number two in the world for BKFC middleweights. Uh, what a great fight it's going to be. But you, you had told me some stuff. Let's get into this leading into the fight. One of the things I think is interesting is how you're preparing for this. Or let's go, actually, before we get into that, I'm sorry, I'm jumping ahead. I want to go back to when I spoke to you after your fastest knockout in the world, uh, and you respectfully challenged Tiago Alves. Wow. Why was that fight so important to you? Uh, well, well, first of all, Brian, it's Floridian. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> and, uh, and, you know, because you know, um, I know, you know, Tiago's a legend, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, my hat's off to Tiago. I, I, I'm a fan of his. I was a fan of his when he was in UFC. Uh, I know he had got, you know, he, he's a, he signed a BKFC. I was there for his Julian Lane fight. Um, I know he, we know we're in the same weight class. And, um, and this is, uh, you know, it, I feel like 
it, it's a step up for me, but I, I feel it's something I'm ready for. And I feel it's something that me and him, uh, you know, fighting in South Florida, where we're, you know, I'm born and raised here, where he's been living here for a long time. We can bring a show to our people and uh, and to our fans and, 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 you know, blow this thing out of proportion like it, like it should be. And and it's a great, it's a super fight, man, where yeah. we're bringing, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And not only is it a super fight, it's a super fight for a title, which right. if you ask me to write the best case scenario, I couldn't make this up, you know what no. I mean? So it's amazing, man. And uh, and it, it's crazy. Like, you know, I like to say I have visions. I, I, I envision things. I manifest things. And I manifested this back in November when I spoke to you backstage, right? I, you know, and, and it's coming to fruition. And uh, he's put in the hard work. I put in the hard work. And everybody's going to see uh, us handle business on, you know, in, in June now in BKFC, 18. Now your, now your vision for this, have you envisioned you know, the, the results, some people Absolutely. say, you know, first round knockout, second round decision. What's your vision? You, you for know this what? Fight? I, you know what? I'm not, I, 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 I don't want to answer that just for the simple fact that I want to show the fans, maybe as we get closer to the fight, I, I'll, 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 I'll give you that. But I, I envision this fight every day. Mm. Um, I see me walking out with my hand raised and I belt around my waist, you know what I mean? And, um, and you know, I definitely see myself as a winner. All respect to Tiago, but I'm, you know, I'm definitely coming ready for this fight. And, uh, and again, I'm walking out with that belt with my hand raised. And as we get, as we get closer, maybe I'll tell Sean Wheelock uh, on the press conference when he asks the question. <laughs> I'll tell him exactly how I'm going to win it. Just like I told him about the fastest knockout. So that's that's great, man. You, you kind of predicted. That's actually smart. I always say that when we ask people to envision their, envision their fights or, or tell us strategies. He's not talking. That's smart. I'm always like, why are you telling me? I want to know, but why are you telling me? Uh, so, Yuli, the thing that I looked at is we just showed, you couldn't see it, but we showed uh, Tiago as he fought Julian Lane in his bare-knuckle fighting championship debut. He went the distance. He went five rounds. I mean, you, you, you people were arguing over who truly won. I mean, I, it's cliche, but I think the fans mm-hmm. won. It was a great fight. Now, I noticed if you, if you look at it, he had five two-minute rounds in the ring, the distance. You've had a total of about, my calculations, maybe I'm a couple seconds off, about a minute 16 in your two fights because your knockouts have been so quick. Uh, your, your energy fights have been so quick. Now, that's nothing to complain about. But does that concern you at all that he's had a little more time in the squared circle than you've had? Not at all because I train, you know what I mean? It, it's the, the, in training is where everything should be hard. The fight should be easy. You know, it's a cliche. Train hard, fight easy, but yep, I, I take that, you know, I take that into uh, into account, man. I, I train my butt off. I'm training with the best. I put in the work I need to put in, and uh, that's why it shows on, on fight night, man. You know, I, I, I everything comes, everything erupts on that night, and that's uh, that's how I feel it should be. He had a great fight with Julian Lane, not to take none from either one of them. I think it could have gone either way, honestly, but um, you know, he got the win, and here we are, me and him, BKFC 18, man, about to, you know. Like, awesome. and, I, and like I told you, I got the vision in my head. You guys are going to see it come to fruition that night. That's right. BKFC.com to grab the app. It's, it's four title fights. You're not going to miss this. Before we let you go, you mentioned earlier on in, in the conversation about the jungle gym. I actually got to see it. We were there filming you, and it's incredible. You built a gym in your backyard. Tiago, of course, trained at AT&T. I, I liken it to the Russian and Rocky IV uh, and, and Rocky, yeah. you know, that kind of thing. So that's yeah. interesting. But what really stuck out to me, I'm not sure anybody knows this, in conversation you told me as you work out in your backyard, this awesome jungle gym you call it that you built, your trainer, top-notch trainer, is it true that he lives like right behind you? You can just hop the fence and be there to train with you every day? Man, I couldn't make this up. I moved into the house about two and a half years ago now. Um, well, I mean, I knew him from before. I just didn't know he lived behind me. I go around the <laughs> block one time and I see him coming out of his car. It was a match made in heavy, man. We, we've been training ever since. It's been over two and a half years now. We've been training together. I'm undefeated with him. Um, he's like a father figure to me. And, you know, in life and in the sport, uh, 40 years in the boxing game, Hall of Famer. 
he's five and zero in BKFC between me, Hector Lombard, and Dylan Kleckler. Um, so yeah, man, it, it's a blessing. It's a blessing we're at today. Jungle Gym being able to build that during COVID has been a blessing, and um, and I don't take anything for granted, my guys. I, I'm I'm working my butt off, man. Working yeah, my butt know, off yeah. on a daily basis to, to to show what I got. You know what I mean? Hey, I there's, saw there's... you working. I saw you working down there. I know you're working your butt off, <laughs> and I know you got to get back to working your butt off here in a second. So. Uh, I guess, Yuli, we're going to let you go back to do what you do best, uh, go back to creating the monster. But before I go, a special request. Can you do the monster? You seem so nice. You're, you're a classy gentleman. But then you do the monster. Ah! There it is. <laughs> See that monster face, man. It makes me nervous. <laughs> Yuli, the monster Diaz versus Tiago Alves coming up. BKFC18, BKFC.com. You want to grab the app so you can watch it. Four title fights. We're very excited. Your fight for the middleweight championship of the world for BKFC. It's going to be awesome, Yuli. We're looking forward to it. Thanks for coming on, my man. Thanks, Yuli. Thank you. Thank you guys for having me, man. Thank you, BKFC. And thank you, everybody, for the opportunity. You guys have a great day. I appreciate you guys. We appreciate you. Don't blink. No, we won't. <laughs> Don't even swing at me. I'm nervous now. <laughs> we have a lot of <laughs> Yuli's so great. Because he he's is. such a nice dude, but I wouldn't mess with him ever. <laughs> Uh, we have other stuff coming up here in a couple mm-hmm. minutes. Uh, thank you to Yuli for coming on. And again, you can listen on Spotify if you're kind of watching this and you don't have time to finish it. We'll, we'll finish up on Spotify. We have just audio version, just a podcast mm-hmm. version you can download there. Um, but as we get into this, we have the KO of the Week coming up. We're going to do a watch-along here. I think let's let's do Since we just had Yuli on, mm-hmm. it, would make sense, it would make sense to do the fastest KO ever watch-along. You want to throw that on really watch quick? watch it right now. Let's see if our, our producers are usually on top of things. If they have that up for us. We'll throw it up right now. We're going to watch the entire fight, but don't blink. Yeah, don't blink. And he, as you can see, you know, his opponent had the, you know, he had the height advantage. Reach is about the same. It's just strange, you know. This is what this is what Yuli was just saying to us. He, he knew the guy had the height advantage. Mm-hmm. He knew what he was going to have to do. So now after we just spoke to Yuli, it's always fun to watch these fights after you talk to the fighters and you have the interviews because you, you're inside their Get head their a little more. Get their perspective of what they saw in the ring. And mm-hmm. we can look for things. And Yuli, like he said, he manifested. He told me that right after he manifested this. Uh, Dana, Dana Brooke, his um, girlfriend, soon-to-be wife, we just mm-hmm. found out. Yeah, uh, At least that's what he that. said. Congratulations. We might have broken a news story there. <laughs> um, she manifested it too. She had told me the same thing. She said she had a dream about it. Did she? Yeah. And, and he... It's very, the power of the mind is a very important thing. I think, especially in any kind of sport, when you visualize what you're going to do ahead of time, I really mm-hmm. think that helps. Well, whether they're a BKFC fighter, a boxing, MMA, you hear a lot of professional athletes say that I saw this, I envisioned this, I see the finish line all the time. I feel like you almost have to. Those who say they don't, it confuses me. I guess they're built differently. But mm-hmm. so this is the debut here. Here he comes walking out. And the thing is, you always, I always think about these guys that are on the other ha- end of the highlight reel. Mm-hmm. Like how he feels being that high. He's going to be there forever. Nobody's, I can't see anybody. I shouldn't jinx him beating a three second KO. It's not happening. It's almost it's impossible a, to do it in boxing now because yeah. you got to wait to come to the center. Because the, the way that. I'm not even going to say for those that haven't watched this, I'm going to let it, you know, I'm going to let it roll out and then we can kind of go over it um, step by step and analyze the quick three seconds. We can't even get through the whole word analyze. Mm -hmm. I'll tell you, uh, I'd like to analyze what people are saying after the show. I like to read the comments and stuff. I'd like to know if you're watching this show live or if you saw this without knowing the finish, did you perceive this as you sometimes when you watch guys walk to the squared circle, you can see it in their eyes. You can go, this one's going to be quick or, you, Mm -hmm. you know, did you think it was going to be this quick? I don't think anybody thought it was, but Yuli and Dana Brooke thought it was going to be this quick. I don't think anyone else did. It's only two people in the world. That's right. <laughs> uh, I'd be curious to see if you knew that or thought that going in, because uh, I, I hadn't seen much of, I haven't seen much of his opponent here uh, until this night, so I, I didn't know what to think. 
You don't. But we haven't seen much of Yuli though either well, at this point. What a well, minute thirteen. Yeah. Well, you said it earlier, man. You know, uh, you know, looks can be deceiving. That's right. I thought this was going to be a long war. I didn't. I did not think what happened would happen. No, and they love Yuli in Florida. Oh, they, man, they love him town, man. Florida. They love him. Now you see him coming out. He's ready. He seems you know, obviously focused, but relaxed. He's enjoying the fanfare, and, and you can't. I mean, you almost. I love that. Some guys are blind to the fanfare. They're deaf to it. They don't hear it. He always seems like he's happy to be there walking out, but he's got the eye. He's ready to go. It's a monster. I wasn't joking, man. He just puts that face on over the monster face, I call it. And there, there's this trainer. I believe that's the guy that he's talking about that lives behind the guy he just hugged. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and there's Dana Brooke from WWE, WWE Superstar with him as well. Um, that's crazy. He didn't know that his trainer lived like right behind him. For, you know? Yeah, that, that that would surprise me if I if I walked around the block and you were my neighbor, Brian. <laughs> right? What, a, what an accountability factor, too. I mean, if, if you're like a little tired that day, you don't want to wake oh, up. Oh, yeah, there's no excuse, man. They're, they're kicking on He's, your door. Yep. You know, that's I, I doubt that you only need accountability. But I guess everyone does sometimes. Confidence. But as you... Jeff Houston, here he goes. Ladies and gentlemen, we are now set for the next fight of the night. Scheduled for five two-minute rounds in the bare-knuckle 195-pound division. Presented to you by BetOnline.ag. Introducing to you first, fighting out of the red corner. Tonight, he wears black and green. His official weight, 192 pounds. He holds a combined combat sports record of seven professional fights. Fighting out of Miami, Florida. Here is Don Yelly, the Slim Reaper, I like the Slim Reaper. His opponent fighting out of the blue corner. Tonight he wears black and gold with camouflage trim. His official weight, 186.2 pounds. His pro record stands at 12 victories opposite a single defeat and is undefeated as a bare-knuckle fighter at 1-0. Here is the fighting pride of Miami Florida. Yuli the And there are the official uh, words from Jeff Houston, the outstanding Jeff Houston in his big red one and only with man. his red suit, the one and only. <laughs> hello, hello, hello. I can't do it. I never can. All right. Well, here it comes. Just watch this. They're towing the line. Listen to the bell. And that's it. Done. <laughs> that's what I said. I don't think the bell even finished before he uh The bell was still... Look, Yuli's pumped. See how he jumped Sounding. over that? What an athlete, jumping over the ropes. He's pumped up. Now, he's such a nice guy. He got all pumped, and he's going over to check on the guy. <laughs> Yuli's awesome. Look at that. I couldn't believe it. I didn't know what even happened. Yeah, it doesn't even and know I was where he's at, man. There was actually a really good shot that uh, Evan, who is our director of content, mm-hmm. caught of that knockout as well. I don't know if we have that, but this is the one on the app. That's why it's important you follow our social medias and stuff, because we, we release exclusive content there as well. There's Evan right there. He already knows world record. He's yelling yeah. world record. That was look, that was less than three seconds. I yeah, think. yeah. I mean, you're you're absolutely right. The bell was still ringing while that occurred. <laughs> the bell was ringing while he got his bell rung. 
with all due respect. I've, I've got a, I've got a strange question, and, it, and this that might makes me nervous st- when you say that. This might it might be a stupid <laughs> here it is question. Again. Hold on, here it is again. Let's just watch this again. Bob. Oh man. Oof. Yeah, wow. see, Lytle said if you can hear he you. Clear, he cleared the top rope. He's a world-class <laughs> uh, high jumper as well, Yuli Diaz. Look at this. Here, Lope. watch his shot. Watch his shot. Watch his face here. Watch mm. his eyes. Oh. And it doesn't get any look, better than like, that. He looks at him. He's like, oof. Done. Yeah, he was knocked out before he hit the floor, and the ref knew it. Man. Good stoppage. Good yeah, stoppage. Yeah, good job with BKFC ref officiating there. Andy Glenn, shout out to Andy, Andy Glenn. Glenn. He knew. Look at him. When the best in the business. I agree. I agree. Um, look how pumped you. I keep saying I get so excited. I get excited for Yuli. You can tell that's just a natural adrenaline rush right there. So what I was what I was saying was your strange question. It's a strange Rob. question, stupid question. You're training your ass off for your opponent. You're expecting a fight, and it ends in the blink of a blink, Don't of blink. an eye, yep. right? So it's it's almost like the the you know the. This fight, or even lights are still out. By yeah. the way, Conor McGregor and Jose Aldo and his fight—it's so fast. You're yeah. expecting a war, but obviously you're happy for the win. But you think in the back of their mind, well, I kind of wanted to test myself. Let's go back to Jeff and we'll answer that. Ladies and gentlemen, our referee Andrew Glenn steps in and calls a stop to the fight. For the fastest recorded knockout in bare-knuckle <laughs> history, at three seconds into round number one, for your winner by K.O. Yuli, the Monster Diaz! There he is, Yuli Diaz, big win. If you call yourself the monster, you, you better, better be. be able to back it up. And boy, did he back <laughs> he it up, sure man. He sure did, man. He sure did with a KO like that. It's mm-hmm. incredible. But to answer your question, I don't think it's a stupid or strange question. No, I've actually thought of that. You prepare so hard, you're saying, and now the, fight uh, the fight's so over quickly. like that. Mm-hmm. The way I would have to answer that, never stepping in to do professional fighting, uh, would be that you're making your money, right? Mm-hmm. So you're going to encounter less damage. And this is me as a businessman. I, I don't know if, if someone with fighter in their blood would think differently. They might want to have the fight. I would think as a businessman, I'm getting out of this. Uh, it extends my career now. I've made more money. Sure, I, sure. I, again, Yuli, in his two times at BKFC, I totaled him. He has like a minute and 16 seconds total in the squared circle. So he's got two paydays, right? He's making himself more known. People like that he's ending the fights quick. They're getting behind him. And now he has less damage to his body, less miles in the road. Maybe that's the way of thinking of it. He didn't seem too sure. concerned that he has less time in the squared circle than Tiago has. Well, it's almost, it almost gets to the point where you're so good and you smoke your opponent so fast. It's like, well, how good are they? They're not really, you know, competitive. It's almost the go back to the Mike Tyson days and his early days of just knocking everybody out in the first round. They're like, well, there's nobody really competitive, and he was just smoking everybody. Yeah. So we'll see. Well, I mean, Tiago, Tiago, not that they're not all competitive, the ones that, that uh, Yuli's fought, but Tiago could be, we never know. Much like Tyson, you would never know. That was part of the draw. If mm-hmm. he was going to smoke him or what could happen, there's that 1%, 2% of disbelief, and that makes you want to watch. Sure. Tiago, there's more than, with all due respect, Yuli, there's more than 1% or 2% belief that he's going to win. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So this could be Yuli's first L. This is, and, well, this you know, is his toughest comp- uh, opponent to date by I, far. I saw Tiago in a debut fight Julian Lane to, a, to all the way five rounds. It was a war. Mm-hmm. So if Tiago's willing to do that with Julian Lane, Julian hits hard. 
if you want to do that with Julian Lane, and this is for a title, this is a whole another ball of wax. You yeah. know what I mean? That kind of thing. That's going to be exciting fight. It's going to be very exciting. Uh, we have our knockouts of the week to get to yet. Let's see if we can do it. Oh, I'm, I'm going to do it. Ready? Here we go. Knockout of the week. Whoo! They're always ready in the truck. They're number one. <laughs> number one. Thank you for that. So knockouts of the week. The first one, I believe, is your knockout of the week. Uh, they haven't told me what it is yet. Let's watch. I thought you were going to be up. Oh, I I, who's I'm first? Up. I don't know who's first. <laughs> Whoever's first is first. Just put. It I don't up know. Let's, let's show together. the knockout, whether it's mine or Brian's or from the, one of the users. Oh, it's Rob's knockout. So that is my knockout of the explain week. Explain this, Rob. All right, this is why. This is why you do not mess. You know, you just don't mess with people, man. Female cop just goes in. Look at this. Oof. Oh, look at the kicks, kicks, man. That is no joke. I think this is from uh, from Mexico, if I'm not mistaken. So you have no clue what went on there. That's no, just, man. She's just she's just clearing house, dude. She's so just clearing house. My question to you, Rob, is why do you always pick knockouts of the week that look like they're in uh, convenience stores or bars <laughs> right next to soda machines? I love, dude. <laughs> <laughs> they're always next I, to soda machines. I love that organic so fly on the wall. You're in like the most random spot, and this shit hits the fan. Look at this that guy. He's like, whoa, 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 whoa. I'm gonna I'm gonna slow everything down a little bit. You're not slowing that's anything the, down. That's the wild stuff, man. I love that. That's, <laughs> I that's, enjoy that too. And the stuff that the fight, you know, anyone can see the Floyd Mayweather stuff, the, yeah. the highly popular. It's those tidbits, those knockouts, those fights, those, Like the, this, the organic stuff. Yeah. And, and speaking on the organic stuff, so mm-hmm. you picked that. I picked this. I'm going to be quite honest with you. I saw this from, I believe it was the Sports Center Instagram. Okay. It blew my mind. This is a couple weeks ago where I, I wanted to make this my knockout of the week. I said I'd find time for it. I don't even know the either guy's name. I don't know where it occurred. If you know that, please drop it in the comment section. I'd like to find oh, out. What is it? What is it? What uh, is this it? is incredible. This guy gets his, you'll see, let's put it up. He gets his legs swept. Watch. And then he comes up after he gets his legs and knocks the guy with a Stop. kick. Stop. Really? Uh, I mean, I don't follow Muay Thai. Uh, it's a Muay Thai falling knockdown, they're calling it. Uh, if, if that's what Muay Thai is all about, I got to watch more Muay Thai too. I mean, look at this. Sweeps the leg and he's able to jump off the sweep, come up and... How do you do that, Rob? Let's Dude, to generate to generate that much that's power incredible. while you're going down yeah. with the with your opposite leg, man, that's impressive. That's that's an awesome knockout, man. So I, I no, it, it, was, it blew my mind. That's why I want to know who these guys are, and if you know where this took place, let us know in the comment section. Love to know that, uh, Rob. Where are they at? They're supposed to be coming here and clearing the table. I didn't tell you this. We're actually going to try to recreate that knockout. Do you want to move the table? How do you want to do it? No, I'm going to pass on that one. <laughs> so I don't know if anybody in the chat got it right. Let's talk about that real quick because I don't know if uh, I, I may have screwed up the fan knockout of the week this week. I don't know if we have one. Do you know if we have one? I don't either. Let's I'm see. Sorry. Let's see on my thing. Uh, okay, I screwed it up. I'll be honest. Or did you screw up? We're sp- <laughs> we we, take, tur- we take turns every week, and then we get down here, and we don't look. So if you send a fan knockout of the week, and that's great, uh, you can continue to send them in. We have a little thing on the bottom of the screen that's going to tell you where. Uh, it, I should know this by now. I think it's what yeah. is it, podcast at knuckle. I don't know. It's yeah, going to show last up. Last time, we had about 15 it sitting is. in the inbox, so I think we need to do a little bit of a better job. It's not that we don't out. care about the fans. We enjoy seeing what you have to say. Mm-hmm. Info at bareknuckle.tv. But sometimes there's so much that goes into putting the show on that we, we get on the air and we go, oh, we forgot. So send it in, and maybe we'll do two next week if we have Perfect. a, a, a lot of them. Cool. Um, also, where was I going with this? There was another thing that I want to talk about with the knockouts of the week is that it's a way for us to kind of uh, communicate with you a little more mm-hmm. and talk to you, see what you like, see if you're enjoying. Do you like these organic knockouts that Rob keeps picking? I do. I do. Uh, I actually try not to pick the organic ones because you always have such good ones. I'm entertained. <laughs> <laughs> so am I. So am I. So it's been a, a great show today. I think uh, pleasure, sir. it was awesome with you as always. Mm-hmm. Awesome to have Yuli on here. Uh, this is where we do the Tiger Life Toast at yeah. the end, and we thank everybody. We cheers it up. We knock back a TL here, Tiger Life, baby. Remind you, the BKFC 18 is taking place coming up in June in Florida. BKFC.com for all your needs. Hit us up. 
and we're going to see him next week. And keep commenting on what this clown is dressed like, because should we tell him yet or no? I am dressed like, and that's it for today's show. All right, that's it. Then we're just going to say this. We're going to knuckle up maybe in an arm wrestling match. I don't know. We'll see what happens. Thanks for being here. Take care. Let's go. See you guys. Turn your hat around. Be a tough guy. Come on.